Peter 1 and 4 says that we have become partakers of the divine nature. So on the one hand, uh, we recognize the fact that these things are done by God, but we also realize that God now empowers us to do what he's commanded us to do because he resides within us. sad to see this is our last chapter Derek are you sad to see it coming to an end well I, I won't say that I'm sad to see because I, I, I will say that it has genuinely enriched my life and my Christian experience and and we can't say it enough that others should read this uh, but at the same time it's a lot to wrestle with and sometimes you just need to take that that sigh that yeah. that sigh of whew, you yeah. know because there's so much coming at you. But I, I love, uh, this is going to be one of my favorite books uh, mm -hmm. because uh, it's just got so much good practical information. I think we'll say, I, I agree, I'm, I'm ready to move on to something else. This has been good, but we'll enjoy a, a new subject. But we will make this announcement here at the beginning of the podcast, and that is to say we'll be taking a one-week break. So next week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, March 22nd, 24th, and 26th, there will be no new episodes of the podcast. The next new episode of the podcast will be uh, Monday, uh, March 29th, and uh, we, will, we will be unveiling our study at that time. It'll probably be a shorter study, but uh, we'll, we'll, maybe it'll allow people to uh, catch up a little bit. We, we are almost at the 2,000 uh, downloads of our podcast. In other words, uh, all, of all of our episodes, um, and this is episode number... Uh, 67. There's been about 2,000 listens. Um, we have an audience of, I don't know, 25 or 30 uh, people, which is great. And, uh, yeah. and maybe the Lord will, will see fit to pass it on. If you, if you review podcasts, uh, you could review us on the Apple podcast thing or wherever it is you listen to podcasts, and maybe uh, that would allow other people to listen to it. But again, we try to just keep it at 20 minutes and uh, just a, a quick encouragement, but I certainly enjoy talking about these things. Amen. We're going to wrap this up with another verse from Philippians and a uh, another one of the needlepoint verses. Yeah. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens mm -hmm. me. Hmm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Has there been a a more misused verse, right? Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, T-ball. Hey, you're going up to bat, but the pitcher, he throws so hard. Hey, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, right? Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, even, I mean, that that's silly, but, and I'm not saying I've heard people use that, but I can imagine that in circumstances right. in our mm -hmm. lives like that, that verse has been used to give mm -hmm. people encouragement. But that's not sure. what the verse is about. Is not it? at all. Yeah. Not at all. So that's that's where we're going to end our subject, talking about the strength that comes through Christ. How should we begin this? Derek? Yeah, well, first of all, we recognize another paradox in the Christian life. And one thing I'm learning, the more I study God's Word, is that the Christian life is full of paradoxes. Uh, and this is uh, one as well, where, again, it says, I can, do, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And what it says is that Christ does the work. And yet it says, 
we do the work. Mm -hmm. And that's what's called a, an apparent contradiction, meaning that there is really no contradiction at all because Scripture speaks of both of these or teaches both of these truths. In the book, Jones brings up an illustration about that, and I found it hilarious because uh, I've watched a documentary on Martin Lloyd-Jones, and it, I believe it's his granddaughter, daughter or granddaughter, that says he was a very grave man in the pulpit. Like, mm. he was a very mm. serious-minded serious, yeah, person. Yeah, right. Not this nonsense that mm -hmm, we see mm -hmm. uh, today. And, and that's why it's an enduring yes, you know, yes. ministry. But I couldn't help but chuckle at something, because, again, these are sermons, and mm -hmm. he, he is actually kind of, he brings up an old pastor, you know, <laughs> like, I'm thinking, dude, you're, you're old, you <laughs> yeah. know, and uh, he, he brings up the way that certain pastors would preach, they'd have a technique where they'd talk as the person to the writer of Scripture, mm -hmm. and so he, again, I'm just paraphrasing all this, but he comes to this part where Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I can almost imagine Lloyd-Jones impersonating this pastor who then impersonates other voice and says, well, Paul, that, <laughs> that's, that's rather boastful. You understand how the <laughs> yes, preaching goes? Yes. And then he goes back to Paul's voice. Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean to say that how can you say that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you? Well, I can do all things. Well, Paul, you know, it goes back and forth like that. Uh -huh. And finally, in the preacher voice, the preacher recognizes exactly what you just said. He mm -hmm. says, oh, you're talking about two different people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're talking about what you do, mm -hmm. but you're talking about what Christ, what Christ does. does. Yeah, right. and, and that what you just mm -hmm. said, again, is the... You mentioned it a few episodes ago about like, oh, I got a flat tire. I got all the tools to fix it, mm -hmm. but I'm just going to pray and right. ask the Lord to fix it. You'll be sitting there a long time. <laughs> and, and that's why Joan says some provocative things in this book, mm -hmm. like maybe it's time you stop praying. Mm -hmm. and that one really seems to stick in the craw of many people yes. that uh, he would say, stop praying. Right. Well, of course, he's not telling you to stop communicating right. with God, but he's telling you to stop bombarding heaven with the same thing mm -hmm. when you can do something about it yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, rather than being an arrogant statement, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, it's actually a glorifying statement mm -hmm. of Christ because it's attributing to him the, um, the, uh, the ability to, to do this. So... Uh, Jones actually changes the translation, and this mm -hmm. is before the other translations are out now, which actually use the translation that he gives. Mm -hmm. I, am, I am strong because the one who is constantly infusing strength into me. Mm -hmm. In other words, my strength comes right. from right. Christ who is constantly bringing me mm -hmm. that strength. So the secret for Paul's ability to do things came from the knowledge that he had that Christ was mm -hmm. working. Christ is the final, first and final point of all things yes. in Paul's yes. life yes. and preaching. Um, and so. here we have the definition of Christianity. Uh, uh, Lloyd-Jones puts it this way. He says, the Christian essentially is a man who received a new life. And then John Wesley, the life of God in the soul of men. Uh, 2 Peter 1 and 4 says that we have become partakers of the divine nature. So on the one hand, uh, we recognize the fact that these things are done by God. 
But we also realize that God now empowers us to do what he's commanded us to do because he resides within us. The Life of God and the Souls of Men. Have you ever read that book? No, I have. Yeah, I have. And, and maybe that's another podcast okay. book for us. Okay. I remember getting it on Kindle. You can get a lot of these old books on a Kindle or on an e-reader for like 99 cents, oftentimes for free, um, because there's not a, there's not a, this, this isn't like we talked about earlier, like the Christian bookstore, which have all this nonsense in it. Um, but I remember reading a book by Piper, and he said that, he just mentioned the book in passing as as one that he often referred to on a Monday when he needed some real, after preaching on Sunday and maybe a discouragement on Sunday, he needed some real encouragement, and he often went to that book, The Life of God and the Soul of Men, which is a perfect description of the Christian. Mm-hmm. It is God mm-hmm. who is mm-hmm. at work in my life. Right. I'm still living my life. That's Galatians right. 2.20 mm-hmm. is the perfect, mm-hmm. uh, the perfect uh, explanation for that. I am crucified with Christ. My life is over, but... Nevertheless, I live, but not me. me. It is Christ who is living for me. And to Mm -hmm. go back to the pastor boys, well, what do you mean by that, Paul? (laughs) Oh, you're talking about two people Mm -hmm. again. You know, that should be pretty liberating. I didn't mean to step on you there, but, but, but that should be liberating because anything other than that, let's say, for instance, if it was all you, then basically you have nothing because you have self-righteousness, but also you have complete weakness because you don't have the power to do it on your own. I can remember someone in the past that was facing depression. I don't even know what it was that was causing it, but I remember a pastor coming to me and saying that the person, it it would be 4 o'clock in the afternoon and the person would still be in their pajamas. Mm. And there wasn't an illness. There was. It was just a. It was just a depression. Right. And we've heard. I just heard it last night. Uh, that the suicide rates during the pandemic have just skyrocketed exponentially. People yes. cannot right. handle mm-hmm. the aloneness. So, whatever it is that is causing the depression in our lives. The question has to be, well, how can I face this? Mm -hmm. How can I face what it is that is troubling me? How can I I get out of bed Mm. and deal with this? Mm. And Paul is saying, I can't. Right. But I can because Christ is infusing me with that strength. Um, Can you explain what Stoicism is to the people? Well, uh, uh, in a nutshell, Stoicism is basically just uh, of your own will deciding to to bear up under the pressure, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not good, and I'm just going to endure it. Yep. Is basically what it boils down you, to. You ever hear that? It's you ever hear the phrase "life is hard and then you die." Yes. Yeah, that's yes. kind of Stoicism, yes. mm-hmm. right? Life is hard mm-hmm. and then you die. It's not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bitter all the way, mm-hmm. and you just gotta, you just gotta get through it. That's right. That's also fatalistic. But yeah. yes, yes. That's not this. Right. Exactly. That that's exactly. not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, life is hard. Mm-hmm. There are circumstances. I, I love that phrase. The tyranny of circumstances that mm-hmm. will change from moment to moment. Um, but but this idea of Paul saying I can do it is not the stoicism. Right. 
that the world mm-hmm. expresses or phil- philosophers will express. It's the idea that that I have a have a a divine Christ residing within me mm-hmm. that strengthens me for whatever right. it is that I right. gotta face. Right. And and he also mentions two errors that people often make when we talk about these two people. Uh, first of all, he says the the first error is that uh, we uh, the person emphasizes I only. Again, this is thinking I can do it or I can't do it. Yeah. And the first one is wrong. You can't do it uh, 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 when you say you can. But then the second one is even more wrong because now you've just turned everything in on you and you've kind of forgotten about God. The second thing he says is there are those who totally obliterate the I altogether. Mm -hmm. So on the one hand, they emphasize the I. It's all about them. And then on the other side, they completely remove themselves from the equation to where they think God's going to do it all. Yeah, and again, he uses the same letters. You see, all the great preachers, (laughs) I'm teasing, use the same letters. He says you can't overemphasize the I in the verse. Mm -hmm. But you can't obliterate it, right? Right. There, mm-hmm. there, there is, and and you've been saying it for the last several episodes too. There is not a passivity mm-hmm. in the Christian life. We right. have this expectation. So, with about seven minutes to go in our discussion on spiritual depression, we come to this question. Then we've already, we've asked the question the same way each day this week, and so let's review the answers, shall we? Mm-hmm. How do how do I get the peace on Monday? How do I how do I get that peace? We stop being anxious, and we come to God in prayer, and we understand his peace will guard us. Mm -hmm. How do we get the contentment? We learn it through experience. We learn it that our conditions aren't going to change, but we trust the character of our Father's heart and recognize all for our goodness. We we are sufficient in Christ. So how do we get the power? How do we get the strength, Derek? Okay, well, the power initially has to come. uh, Well, you have to be born again, first and foremost. The Holy Spirit must reside in you. And then secondly, you must... Avail yourself of his power. Now, I'm trying to find my notes here uh, where Paul says, I am strong, I am able for anything that may happen to me, whether it be peace or war, whether it be freedom or slavery, whether it be the kind of life. Well, this isn't scripture, but this is being paraphrased. We have known for so long, or whether it be entirely different, I am ready for it. Uh, so, again, the question is, how can I get the power? The first thing, again, is to be born again. And second thing is, and I think I just uh, forgot what I was really trying to say, but that we must avail ourselves of the indwelling, po- the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. I, something he said was super helpful to me because it, it's relevant to me right now. Okay, so, again, I don't want the podcast to be all about me, but it, 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 I am the host, so <laughs> I'll tell this little story. Um, so when I went to the doctor uh, five or six weeks ago, they take the blood and say, "Oh, Andy, you're mm-hmm. you know, you got, mm-hmm. come on, pal, uh, things are going wrong." Okay, so come back in three months and we'll take some more blood. I won't mm-hmm. get into specific. We'll take some more blood and see what's going on. So I could spend these three months going from doctor to doctor, treatment to treatment, uh, seeking health. Mm-hmm. Um, and go back in three months, and nothing changed. And, mm-hmm. and something he said here was so right on. He said, 
health is something that we shouldn't even need to think about at all because health is the product of right living. Wow. Yes. And there's yes. there's foundational things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I had Chex Mix over Christmas, mm-hmm. do you like Chex Mix? Yes, I do. That's our Christmas thing. When when I have Chex Mix and the kids were home longer, I mean I'm I'm eating it like <laughs> and you know what you put in Chex Mix? Buckets though. You know yeah. what you put yeah, oh, oh. And and for Max, you know, we, we tend to try to hide it on each other. So uh-huh. neither you know, neither of us know where it is. And <laughs> I mean we put it in these ice cream buckets and I'll just mm-hmm. sit watching a basketball game and just I mean but you put literally sticks of butter on this stuff. Mm. <laughs> so when I went to the doctor on January 11th, mm-hmm. what a surprise that I had bad blood. Because yeah. all I'd been doing is eating this Chex Mix. Mm-hmm. Well, what a surprise that I'm unhealthy. You know, yes. and, and, and then I, so I come home from the doctor. This, is, this, is, this would be the nonsense of it all. Oh, what am I going to do to get healthy? Well, <laughs> health is the product of right living. Yes. If you're, if, you're, if you're eating and exercising, if you're eating right and exercising, God, the sovereignty of God, we understand all that. But generally speaking, health is based on those two foundational sure. things, eating sure. and exercising. So Lloyd-Jones says the same thing about power. We shouldn't need to walk around saying, where is the power and the strength? Yes. How can I face this? It's almost like the power and strength is the result of right Christian mm. living. Yes. Yes. And, and it's a return to those foundational mm-hmm. principles. Well, what do you know? I haven't been reading the Bible, and I haven't been praying. I haven't been depending on, on God and my relationship with Christ. Mm. I haven't been in church. I haven't been uh, singing and meditating and worshiping. I've been all about myself. And then I go, and I find out I have this big problem, yeah. and I don't have power to face this problem, and that's why I stay in my bed in my pajamas. Where? And then we come to the, the preacher in the church, where do I get this power? And the doctor says, "Have you been eating Chex Mix all Christmas?" Mm-hmm. You know that—that's sure. It's a perfect it's, illustration, it is. isn't it? It is. It yeah. is. Uh, and I don't know why it seems to be so difficult for all of us to grasp. You know, how do we expect right things to come out of wrong living? Yeah. You know, it is. It is precisely how Christ ends the Sermon on the Mount. It is about knowing and doing his word. Amen. And this is what Paul says in Philippians 2. Mm-hmm. I count everything in my life as manure. As manure, yes. I count yes. everything as rubbish for the all-surpassing greatness of what? Am I giving you a heart, too hard of a fill-in-the-blank? No. <laughs> yes, I am, because you're nodding, but you're not saying anything. That, that I might... That I I, might my, my mind went blank. I'm, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to give it to you. We're going to end the podcast with you getting the right <laughs> word. I count all of this as rubbish... That I might starts with a K, and it is the opposite of yes. Starts with a K <laughs> and the opposite of yes. Yes. Well. Oh, that I might know. Yeah, I know that. I, I, I know you know work. it. I know you know it. But that's it, right? It's like uh-huh. I count everything as garbage, but I want to know Him. Yes. I want to know yes. Yes. Christ. And I and, even wrote some things down <laughs> about knowing Him, and I drew a blank. No, I, 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 you obviously know that. I told you before. It's just such a blessing to me the maturity and wisdom that you have. But here's what Lloyd Jones says: the secret of power, and there is no secret. It's just like the secret of health. Stop putting sticks of butter down your gullet all Christmas so you don't have high cholesterol when you go to the doctor. So he says, the secret of power is to discover and learn what is possible for us in Christ. I have to go to Christ, spend time with him, meditate on him. I must Mm. get to know him. And what else? I must do 
exactly mm-hmm. what he tells mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Do we think that Christ lived his life on earth with peace, contentment, and strength? Do we think mm-hmm. that he did? Yes, he did. Absolutely. Because he always did the things mm-hmm. that pleased the right. Father. And, of course, he is the, tr- the, the yeah, son of The interesting too. thing, though, is he went through some horrible things on earth, yeah. but yet he still had that contentment. And, of course, the place where most people are going to immediately jump to is, well, he was God. Yeah. But he was living in, he was human also. Mm-hmm. And that was the part of him that was doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, what a, what a, what a blessing uh, to have that power available to us, though. Sure. And, and it's not a secret. Mm-hmm. The, the things we talked about this week, peace, contentment, and, and strength, are not a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that after two months of talking about spiritual depression, people won't be, won't be focused so much on circumstances and situations that are causing that depression. And we can go all the way back to the list of things we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. We can go back to... Um, the uh, the past sins, the fear of the future, the feelings I have, faith, doubt, being in bondage, weary of well-doing, trials, discipline, all of those things. If we stop focusing on those things and start focusing on the the person and work of Jesus Christ, mm. it's as mm. simple as that. Mm. This mm. has been a, a real blessed study. It has and been for me. Especially this week of peace, yes. contentment, and strength has mm-hmm. been just a great way mm-hmm. to finish it. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. Any Any last words? Uh, again, all I can say is that you need to read the book because we, we understand that spiritual depression is pervasive in, in, the, in the body of Christ, yeah. and it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Fair enough. It is, uh, it is the end of our study. Thanks for, thanks for being a part of it. Uh, once again, before we sign off, just a reminder that next week uh, we will be off. Uh, there will be no new episodes next week, so we encourage you to just... Uh, listen to the back episodes that you've maybe missed and and we'll catch up with you uh, a week from monday which will be uh, march 29th with a brand new study and we hope you join join us then it'll be good won't it will you join me oh absolutely (laughs) uh, uh, if the lord uh, allows me to live to that time that's right and i I hope and pray does all right Uh, it's been a blessing and uh, lord willing we'll talk to you in a week god bless